Good afternoon, Nick. How are you? Hey, how are you? How you doing? I am phenomenal. Welcome to the Nyanjo Radio. Uh, I'm looking forward to this interview. I was I was uh I don't want to say anxious, but I was definitely uh looking forward to come on here and just share this space with you. Absolutely. So I connected with Nick through a clubhouse um in the viral love chain room. And my biggest thing is that he always has such amazing motivational uh, quotes whenever I want to go to check his page. So how did you originally get into motivational speaking? <laughs> wow, that's a, that's a very broad question. But you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into uh, the best way I know how to answer that. So for the most part, majority of my life, I've, I've been a very motivational, driven, ambitious person. But I didn't really know how or why I decided to take the path that I'm currently on. But as life went on, I realized, you know, I feel like I have a gift from God. And I don't say that to boast or to be cocky. I'm just very humble about myself because I always say we all have a personal testimony. Every single one of us on planet Earth has a personal testimony that we should be shedding light on and sharing with other people to not only encourage what we've been through, but to give them that hope and inspiration to have them share theirs as well. Because a lot of people, let's be honest, they hide in fear. They're, they're hiding in yeah. the shadows. They're afraid to be themselves. They're afraid to really mm-hmm. show who they are and what they can be. But I think just me taking this path, I did it because I want to touch millions of lives. I want to inspire the masses. And I'm always thinking of more than just myself. So I think when I right. took this path, I really, I had a clear vision and I said, you know what, this is, this is something I'm proud to do. I'm happy doing. Mm-hmm. I feel comfortable doing. I'm never, I'm never one to be in my comfort zone, but this got me out of it because, you know, I'll be honest, I never pictured me speaking in front of other people on stages, mm-hmm. on social audio platforms, but I feel rejuvenated when someone feels inspired by a message that I may share. So I think that's the best way I can describe it as to how and why I pursued this path. So how old were you when you knew that um, you had a message to share? I think when I first realized I had a message to share, I believe I was 16. Uh, There was an instance Mm -hmm. when I was in high school It was an instance when I was in high school where a friend of mine was in a very bad time. He was going through, uh, you know, his parents were getting divorced, and he kind of lost his way. He didn't know what his purpose was, what he was about to do, you know, what he had to do from there. So I kind of gave him some words of encouragement. And I told him, I I I said, man, listen, we're only in high school. We got our whole lives ahead of us. So for you to be down in the dumps over something that's out of your control, you have to be fortunate because things could be a lot worse. You know, you, you could be in a mm-hmm. worse situation. And from that moment on, I felt that obviously, you know, I didn't really care about the message I was portraying, but I just wanted to help a friend out. I wanted to give him some words of encouragement. Even if I didn't know the right things to say, I just knew that mm-hmm. in order for me to fulfill my purpose, it's about inspiring other people and giving them that hope to get out, get out of whatever situation they're currently in because I myself lacked that motivation for a long time. So for me to even look back and think that in that instance, I was motivating a friend 
to feel better about mm-hmm. not only himself but to feel better about his current situation, that brought life to me. That that I feel like that changed my whole perspective of life and how I treat people at an early age. And I was very fortunate that I was placed in that certain instance because it really, it really one not only tested my character, but two, it gave mm-hmm. me a, a reason to look forward to waking up every day. I love it. And Nick Loriano is my guest here on Denia Azure Radio. So you said that you, when you were younger, you really didn't have um, that motivation. So what do you think was the thing that was holding you back before then? I think the one thing that was holding me back from even probably pursuing this path was just my own doubts. You know, I used to be very hard on myself. I think sometimes I still am hard on myself, but it's only because I feel like I've raised the bar so high in my life that even when Mm -hmm. I raised that bar, I felt like it was still not reachable. Like I couldn't reach it. Like I feel like I set the bar so high that I would never, Mm -hmm. ever reach it, no matter how much progress I've made, no matter how much ambition I had. But I knew deep down, and this is back to my purpose, I knew deep down that there was more to my life than what I really thought. It doesn't matter what I've been through, how much pain I've endured, what I've tolerated, I knew that my life had meaning to it. Even if in the, even in that instance, if I didn't know when or how I was going to do it, I just knew that if I took that leap of faith, if I put my best foot forward and not cared what people think and not even care what I think, because let's be honest, the hardest person we ever have to convince is that man or woman that we see in the mirror every single day. That is the hardest Absolutely. person you will ever have to convince because when you wake up every day, you've got to see that same face in the mirror every day. And you got to ask yourself, do I want this enough? How bad do I want this? What am I going to do to make a difference in not only myself, but the lives of other people? So I think just realizing my purpose as life went on, I was very fortunate to go through life with a humble mentality. And life hit me very early. Life hit me very early. It humbled me early. So that's why I didn't want to be like most people or act like most people and do what they did because I wanted to create my own path and my own way for myself. Definitely. I mean, you said, like, when you talked about the fact that you were motivating people at, you know, at, at the age of 16, that's why I love um, how more teenagers now are getting a voice. Because let, let's be very clear. Back then, because I, I started doing, um, well, like, like, organizing work and everything when I was 19 in terms of in terms of speaking, right? And so... The biggest thing that I was saying is that, you know, y'all are making all these rules for the youth, but you have no youth representation that can actually be able to tell you what they what they need. You're telling these kids what they need, but you're not listening. So I was able to, to help um, in Chicago. I was able to, to help a lot of organizations understand that the power of the youth is so much more than just the numbers, quote unquote, that you need when you have an event. Because you always want to have, you know, we got to have the youth there. We got to have the youth there. But what's how what's benefiting them? And so the fact that you were able to motivate people at 16 is super, super important because the problem was back then, a lot of people were saying that children should be seen and not heard. And everybody wants to talk Absolutely. at them and tell them what they need and this and the third, but never listen to what they needed and what can progress. And so that's one thing I do love about social media is the fact that now youth are being listened to, saying that it took 
all these uh, platforms for that to happen when we when they were dictating what you know youth wanted years ago. But hey, <laughs> you know um, now if now now if only the youth could understand their power and use their voices for good instead of just craziness making stuff viral that shouldn't go viral because they thought it was cute and don't understand how social media works. But <laughs> absolutely, hey, but baby absolutely. steps, baby steps for sure. <laughs> so. <laughs> And Nick Loriano is my guest here on the Naya Azure Radio. So how did you get connected with Clubhouse? You know, it's funny. One of my friends who was already on the app when it first started, he had told me about it. He said, Nick, you've got to try this app. And I said, I said Clubhouse? Well, what, I said, what the heck is a Clubhouse? I, honestly, when, when he referred to Clubhouse, I thought he was talking about someone built a, a treehouse in their backyard and just called it a Clubhouse. <laughs> that's, right. that's basically what... That's basically what I thought he was talking about. And I was like, bro, did you build a, a treehouse in your backyard? Did you just kind of bring people there and call it a clubhouse? And, and he was like, he was like, no, Nick, it's a social media app. I'm like, they have an app called Clubhouse? He was like, Nick, mm-hmm. for what you do, you need to get on there. I said, really? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let me check it out. So I downloaded it. I got it on there. And I realized, I was like, wow, what's all these rooms? And he kind of walked me through it. And he was like, dude, they got rooms from like negativity to upliftment to business to real estate. I was, I was like, wow, this is, this is generational. This is like game changing. Mm-hmm. So I forget what room I first got on, but when I walked in, it was like people like talking and people on mute listening. And I didn't realize where I was. I was like, okay, so there's people on, on the stage, but where am I? And I, lo and behold, right. I scrolled down and I'm like, I'm in others in the room because I'm like a new person, and right. I look. I'm I'm like Jesus. This is this is crazy. I'm in a room of like a thousand people, and I don't even think they know I'm here. Wow. Or I don't even I don't yeah. even know how to go about it or what to do. It was, it was crazy. I was blown away. Definitely, you know, it's funny because um, my friend uh, Casey Bizos got me on the on the app. I heard about it beforehand because Malik Malik Yusuf actually sent it to me and I was like I thought it was this thing called house party because there's another like video like this uh application where you can do group chats or whatever and I thought it was that and so like I yes. was like damn I could have gone like months ago but it is what it is um and plus back then that you could only you could only use it on Apple right so luckily it had an iPad that's what I first started on that was crazy because I couldn't use it when I was, wasn't at home but um you know because I have a droid for right now and so it was just really interesting when I would go on there and yeah that party hat that the that party hat thing is is interesting because now it's tricky because people you have to figure out like are they are they a troll are they are they actually trying to be on stage for real <laughs> you know as you're a moderator you have to you have to check it because they will they will blow up the whole room and you're just like what in the world I ain't even who are you <laughs> Yes, you know, and you mind yes, the wrong you you mind the wrong person. Your whole thing is gone, and now there's replays and all that. Oh my goodness, I'd really strangle somebody. Uh-uh. So you have to be very careful, you know, <laughs> who you love on your stages and all that kind of stuff. But the party hat thing, one thing I I do like about it is you kind of get to be like, oh, you're new. You you know, let's let's see what you're doing. But I think the difference now is because back then we had to get invites. So now anybody yes. can join. When you had to get invites, it was easier because it's like you're already validated. They, the person that validated you is in blue. Like, they know, like, okay, you are supposed to be here. Now it's like, who are you? How did you get here? <laughs> so exactly. it's a different kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had, you know, exactly. for me, like, 
good. Oh no, go ahead. You're good. Good. Uh, I know for me it was it was interesting because I had to get off the app for a while because it got kind of crazy from myself. I was like, I'm gonna let y'all work this out because y'all looking like Facebook right now, and I, I'm trying to get away from. I'm trying to get away from that energy, so I'm gonna let y'all figure this out, and I'm gonna come back when y'all get it together. <laughs> so, you know, you just you gotta take that break sometimes. You really do because, you know, if you don't, then you're not gonna be able to thrive. You know, um, so how did you get into the, (laughs) how did you get into the Blackest Hot Room? Who introduced you to that? Do you remember? Um, I think the person that got me into it was TJ Beasy because he actually had, he had a bunch of engagement rooms from back in the day when I first started. And I think that he kind of ventured off into building the music rooms too with Fireman Bands. And then that Mm -hmm. really took off. But I remember TJ just doing strictly engagement rooms and he built the Viral Love Train. And then from there, he just skyrocketed. You know, TJ TJ was someone that really guided me on the app for sure. TJ and a, a wow. few others as well. They welcomed. It's funny because when you, I think back then, what was, what's different with Clubhouse now is when you see someone with a party hat now, they don't really welcome you with open arms. It's not the same genuine honesty right. like it was back then. I think mm-hmm. like back then they said, oh, wow, a new person like me, like they just started like a couple of weeks after me. Let's welcome them with open arms and get them acclimated yeah. with everybody that's on the app and put them in the right positions to win. Now it's like almost like a free-for-all, like every man for themselves, which I think we kind of have to get <laughs> yeah. back to – I think we have to get back to the way it used to be because I'll be honest, Clubhouse now, it's not the same as it was when I first got on there. It's, it completely it's changed. I, I, I think for the worst, I, if I'm being honest, I think it's just because mm-hmm. the people that are on there, I've, I've realized that Clubhouse – a lot of people got off that I started with because they realized mm-hmm. that it gave them a lot of mental health issues. And a lot of them mm-hmm. kind of lost their way and they lost their individuality because of people that either portrayed their misery onto them or their traumas or their bad behavior. And it really mm-hmm. showed how unhealed people were by listening to their voice on a social audio app. And again, I never cared for beefing with people that I never met in real life. So I was only on right. the app to network meet different people, see where everybody came from, and see how I can build my business and brand so where I can get where I need to be. And I know that's what you got exactly. on Exactly. Most definitely, yes. And that's and that's the biggest thing about it. That's why I'm very I'm very particular about the rooms that I go into. That's why I stay going to the uh the blackest hat room because I found some incredible artists and because they had the viral love chain where I got was where again was where I got to meet you because I went down your videos and I was like Every single video this guy posts is hot. He always has some great motivational either quotes or, you know, he's always working out. So I was doing something that's positive and fun. I definitely got to have him on because he's doing some great work, and I have to make sure that our millions of listeners know about that for sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm definitely appreciative of the opportunity. You know, I really I really can't thank you enough for having me on here. And, again, I just want to – I want to use – I want to use my gift to inspire millions of people to walk in their truth every single day, because I'll be honest, I myself Mm -hmm. lacked that for a long time. But again, it's not what we go through that molds us. It's how we bounce back from it. Absolutely. And Nick Loriano is Nick Esther on Azure Radio. So who would you say is your motivation? That's to me, that's a big one. But if I can be honest, if I can be honest, I think mm-hmm. I'm my own motivation. And the reason why I say that is because 
a lot of people tried to dictate what they thought was best for me in my life. And I, again, I, I kind of lost a bit of my individuality for a long time and I didn't know who Nick really was, but the fact that I was okay. able to bounce back from rock bottom and come back from all that adversity struggles, overcoming and the challenges that I was faced with, I'm proud of myself for that. And again, I don't even like to talk about myself, but when I look back and reminisce on the things that I've been through, it really molded me for the better and gave me a whole different shift in perspective on life. And I had to shift my mindset to match my ambitions because a lot of people, they don't understand that your words have power. What you speak into yes. the universe. Oh, come on. What, what you speak into the yes. universe in existence, that really says a lot about your character mm-hmm. and the way you perceive yourself to other people. You got to be able to say, I can do this. I'm going to do this. I will do this. It doesn't matter how long it takes or when it happens. You just got to remind yeah. yourself that it will happen over time, but you've got to be patient with yourself. And I, I, that's something I lacked was patience. I didn't, I try to rush things. I try to rush my circumstances. I try to rush my drives, my passions, and nothing worked out for me because I always try to mm-hmm. rush it. And when you rush it, when you force it, it's never going to work out. It's always going to come natural, and it will come when it's supposed to come. Absolutely. That is that is the biggest thing, and I'm glad that you that you said that because you said you found you. You found who you were, and you didn't allow people to dictate who you were, which is so hard to do, especially in this social media world, because you're trying to go with the trends and this and that and that, which I've never been a tr- – I've never been a – a go with the trend type person. I've always been studying the trends, um, not necessarily on purpose because people will just steal stuff. So that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but look, oh look, I, I I don't care. I'm it's true. They know that. Like people people know what what I'm talking about. You know. Um. So, but I've never been that. Like oh, I got this is out of style. That doesn't exist for me. I'm gonna do whatever I like and whatever looks cute. Oh, it was fun. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I think that's the biggest thing about it. Mm-hmm. So tell me Absolutely. about your clothing brand. Who? <laughs> so uh, my clothing brand, Only the Motivated, came, it basically came from a reflection of what I've been through in my life. You know, I had, I, I started it, it was started as a hashtag, really. I started as a hashtag. So every time I felt down, or I was kind of like not really in the right mental space, I wrote down this hashtag, and I don't know where it came from or why I thought of it, but I wrote hashtag only the motivated. And I think the reason why, when I look back now, I think why I wrote that was because no matter how much I was in a bad rut at that point in my life, I knew that I had to keep motivated and stay empowered within my spirit and my mind in order for me to continue to move forward and persevere. So then. Once I wrote that hashtag, it started becoming a movement, and then everybody else started saying it too. So anytime they felt down and they were in their feelings or they weren't in the right mental space, they would just remind themselves, okay, only the motivated can do this. Only the ones that are motivated can make this happen, can get out of this situation. They can persevere over any adversity. Then I built it into a clothing brand, and then from there – it just it took off. You know, I, I didn't really know how to start the clothing brand, but I kind of just, again, I took that leap of faith. I did what God told me to do. And what God told me to do, what God tells you to do, you never run from that. You never ignore that because that's what you're Absolutely. 
So when I built the brand, I realized it, it really inspired a lot of people because every time I wore the clothing that I made, they were like, oh, what's that? And I was like, oh, this is my brand. Mm-hmm. And I would carry business cards on me and, like, pamphlets of what my brand, the message was, why I named it that, like, everything. And people just drew to it. They drew to the name, the message. And I think it's important when you build a brand, you got to have a message behind it. So my brand was a reflection. My, yeah, so my brand was a reflection of who I am and what I've been through. And I wanted to give somebody that same hope and inspiration to either maybe build a brand of their own or do something that is, is completely out of the ordinary, out of context, the inevitable, you would say. So having that brand now, I look at it, I'm like, yo, like this is my baby. This is something I started from scratch. I'm extremely grateful and honored that I never allow someone to tell me what I could be in my life. I just took the chance and took the risk because people say, oh, if it's not an educated guest, then why do it? It's not about it being educated. It's about doing what's best for you and what makes you happy. Precisely. Absolutely. And Nick Lariano's my guest here on Zanaya Azure Radio. So when it's all said and done, what do you want your legacy to be? Great question. Great question. I think what I want my legacy to be is I want people to remember me as someone that never gave up, obviously, that rose above every ounce of adversity that was ever placed in his life, and that mostly importantly left for my impact and influence. I don't care to gain anything from that. I just simply want to put smile on other people's faces I want to help them shine their light because most of their lights have been dimmed for so long, and I want to be that shining light that helps them persevere and realize that their purpose has meaning and they can do whatever they set their mind to. I want to be someone that, you know, was a kind soul, was always energetic, was always sporadic and full of energy that could lighten up a room wherever he went. And I say that in the most humble way possible because – for a while, I didn't notice, I didn't realize my worth. And, you know, half the things I'm saying right now, I never even believed. But that's why I go back to the power of your tongue is extremely important. If you say something positive, you've got to stand on that. That's how the people will perceive you. So when you say something around those lines, you've got to mean everything you say and then some. But I think this, for me, the impact and influence and leaving a message that can leave on for generations to come that's my legacy, and I'm always trying to solidify my legacy that I walk in my truth every single day. Absolutely. No question. No questions there. And I think it's really, really powerful that your legacy is to empower others. And you do that every day um, when I see that on your social media, on a clubhouse. And you have just this amazing spirit and beautiful energy. So go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you, book you, and give your shout-outs, please. Absolutely, absolutely. So you guys can find me on Instagram, at OTMNick, all one word, OTMNick. Uh, my personal website is com, and on that link you will find all my social medias on my uh, Instagram, on the link of my bio, my clubhouse, my Facebook, my LinkedIn uh, I'm dropping an ebook this month too, so that's very that's really good news. Uh, finally, becoming an author for the first time in my life. So, stay in tune with my journey. Everything on there is where you can book me, you can find me. If you want to book a call and connect with me, hey, let's connect, let's network, let's let's impact the masses 
and create massive amounts of opportunity for the world that we live in. Because we got one life, so we got to utilize it wisely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm looking forward to that book. I was, that's too funny because I was just going to say, I was like, I'm like, I hope you have a book coming soon because people are talking about what you went through. I'm like, I need to see, see that in a book or or documentary or something. So I'm glad you have an ebook draft and that's super awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. This one's going to be a powerhouse. And then from there, the, the legacy is only going to continue to build. Period. <laughs> One more thing before you get out of here. Can you say your name? And you're now tuned in to Denia Azure Radio. This Whenever is you're Nick ready. Mariano, and you are now in tune to Denia Azure Radio. One more time. This is Nick Lariano, and you are now tuned in to Denia Azure Radio. Perfection. Thank you again, sweetheart. This is so good. <laughs> All right, all right, that was awesome. Thank you for having me on. I'm, I'm appreciative of all of all the opportunities that you gave me today. Most definitely. Have an amazing day. Enjoy your weekend. You too. Enjoy your weekend as well. Thank you. Bye bye.